If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. going on welcome to episode 103 of the nintendo powercast i'm your host and 64 josh player two on this one is none other than lily zaldivar how are you pretty great hi guys <laughs> i goofed it but hi i'm very excited to be here hey take two and you are one of the hosts of the Nintendo Entertainment Show, a new Nintendo podcast with Super Nintendad. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, we uh, record every Saturday, and it comes out every Sunday. Uh, this week was an exception, though, because I was at E3. Hey, all right, all right. And we are going to talk a lot about that. But before we do, the music you just heard was from On Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. It's Remember, metal AF. Yeah, it is definitely <laughs> metal. Uh, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. If you're looking for the Nintendo Power podcast, you just got to type podcast at the end of that little search bar there and you'll find it. <laughs> Audibletrial.com slash NPC is where you can find a free audiobook of your choice and you help support the show. Check out something like Ready Player One or Console Wars, all books I recommend, really good, audibletrial.com slash NPC. Guys, the chair I'm sitting in is from OP Seat, and they're canceling my coupon code. Actually, they're canceling everybody's, so I don't know when. So if you want to take advantage of it. Who do we talk to about that? I don't know. OP Seat, I guess. I just got the email today. I think apparently some bots got a hold of the coupons and were just spamming them. no, no, no. Yeah, That's OP Seat's fault, not yours. I guess. So anyway... The new place to go so that you can get to, it's still my affiliate link. You just got to go to n64josh.com slash OPC, and then you can shop. And then if you end up purchasing something, it helps support the show. But the coupon code is still there and everything's still on sale. So you can save up to $60 on a chair, but I don't know for how much longer. I will let you know as soon as I know. But yeah. OPC.com, excellent gaming chairs. I do want to say this. I had somebody reach out to me and they're like, hey, I know they're your sponsor, so you're going to say they're awesome. Let me clarify something. I will never, ever try to uh, sell anything or, you know, be sponsored by something that I don't use and believe in 100%. So this isn't just uh, this isn't just like, oh, hey, they were a random sponsor. Like I sat in this chair for over a month before I even started talking about them. So they're they're really good. I highly recommend them, not just because they're a sponsor, but because they're quality. So OP seat, check them out. N64josh.com slash OP seat is where you got to go. Okay, let's uh, let's get to some announcements. Hey, listen. All right. This show happens live 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash n64josh. I want to say welcome to everybody. Yikum, Mr. Cool, Red Luigi, Pudding, Kirby Geek, Iron Minotaur, Shellshock. 
I'm missing somebody. I sniper, uh, music man, Todd Ken's guys. Thank you everybody for being here. So welcome. glad you're here. I see someone named scum death. That might be a new one. I've never seen that name before, but welcome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, welcome guys. We're glad you're here. Thank you so much. Nate, the anarchist. What's up, buddy. Thank you guys for being here. I'm still working on my book. Here's what happens, guys. Every time I think I get really close to finishing it, another idea for another chapter pops in my brain, and then I want to keep going. So it's just getting bigger and bigger, which is good. So just, you're, you're writing a book? I'm writing a book called Another What's Castle. It about? So it's called Another Castle, and it's basically it's a look at kind of if using Super Mario Brothers as a way to illustrate life. And so to give you uh, an example... In life, oftentimes we set goals. Princess Peach was the goal in that game to rescue her. And you get to your first castle, you beat it. You're like, oh, here's the princess. Oh, thank you, Mario. But your princess is in another castle. Sometimes the goals, you know, we, we can still reach our goals, but sometimes there's just there's bumps in the road, you know, and there's those another castle moments. So that's kind of what this book is about. Looking at life, entrepreneurship, mental health, even like so, you know, you know what this book reminds me of? What? The life and trials of Waluigi. <laughs> what? How? Well, how many minutes are we in? Because that was got it. Got it. Yeah. I, I actually really like the idea of the book. That, that, poor, guy. that poor guy. That <laughs> poor guy. So, <laughs> All right, guys. I'm giving away a $20 Amazon card. It is pinned to my Twitter, at N64Josh. You can check it out. Remember, I host the Smash Bros. cast. It's on iTunes, Google Play. We do it live on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Gamers in carts getting interviewed. happening Monday nights at 6. This coming week is Cam Autobot. He is one of the community members. This is a way for me to get to know you guys in the community. And if you want to check out any of the interviews, they are on my YouTube channel. We've done two episodes so far. Saturday morning Splatoons is going strong. This weekend, it didn't work out because my internet died and I had to have text come out on Monday to get everything working again. So that's why we missed it this week. We got Splatfest this weekend and Mario Tennis Aces. I don't even know what we're going to do. So much stuff. Are you... Okay. Hold on. N64, Josh, I have a question for you. Are you pulp or no pulp? This, I, is, a, this is a tough question. Don't you dare. I, I will exit. love I will exit out. to chew my juice. Oh, okay. So you're pulp. Yeah. Me too. Oh, good. all right. Okay. All good. Right, the show can go on. That's good because we're only like, like we're like nine minutes in. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Glad that whew, dodged a bullet there. Um, Lastly, guys, First Look Fridays happening every Friday morning, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This week, I'm not quite sure what we're looking at yet. Possibly Ink. I emailed them today, so maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll check that out. Otherwise, I'll dig into the backlog. We got lots of games we can look at. But First Look Fridays, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time every Friday. Okay, let's get to some uh, some reviews and impressions. So you were at E3 all week. Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to play any of the Switch games that released or the uh, Splatoon expansion while you were? Yeah, I played uh, Octo Expansion, immediately downloaded it on Thursday, and then finished it on Monday. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I might be obsessed. Hey, no, that's cool. That's cool. I'm about two hours in and loving every minute of it, but I hit a, I hit that part where you've got to defend the orb against all those. Oh, Yeah. And it, I finally ran out of cash. So, oh you know. no, I, um, I hit my rage mode during 
There's one part, I think you, you might have gotten it. It's the part where you uh, have limited amount of ink and you have to like go through the whole trial with like this amount, this much amount of ink. Yeah. I, I did it like 20 times. And at that point, I just raged so hard. <laughs> I just like I, I just clicked the X button. I was like, I'll come back to it later. Like, I have to finish this game. Right. But I was so salty. It is a hard expansion. Like, they, they weren't messing around when they made it. No, it's very challenging. And I, I'll I'll be honest, I love that about it. Like, I I saw the game over screen. And you don't see game over screens often in modern games at all. So I was like, hey, I like that. That means I got I to gotta work at this, you know? So, um Overall, though, you, you you were digging it. Did you like the new the new characters and the story, that kind of stuff? I uh, I personally highly recommend this game for anybody who uh, wants to learn more about the Splatoon lore because uh, it is in it's immense immensely um, mind boggling when you finish it. <laughs> like what it like what you learn. Um, I recommend it for anybody who wants that. Uh, I also really recommend it if you want like more of a challenge past multiplayer. Uh, this really does challenge you as a Splatoon uh, person. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I highly rec- I highly recommend it as well. And uh, hopefully, I can I can actually finish it up. You know, who knows? <laughs> Maybe we'll Not look at that on first look yet. Friday. <laughs> 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 so uh the other two games that i got to try that uh we looked at last friday was uh hollow knight and Fortnite. did you get to play either of those on the switch i played Fortnite on the switch uh at e3 but i only got to play it for a little bit uh hollow knight i didn't get to play i'm really excited i played it on the pc okay uh via tom marx's suggestion uh, I haven't played it yet, but I'm hoping to download it this weekend because when I travel down to LA, I see. Yeah. So far I am loving hollow Knight. I'm not going to give it a review quite yet. No power glove review. Cause I got to get, uh, get a little further through it. Um, Fortnite, of course is free. It's Fortnite. It's, it's fun. There's people that are crazy. Good. There's people that are crazy bad and you just gotta, just gotta find your way. So me, I'm bad. I'm bad at it. <laughs> I let, I have two teenage boys that like couldn't be any better at it. So I just kind of, I just kind of ride in their backpacks. So it's, <laughs> they uh, carry you to it, yeah, it's, uh, although we had a really good, my, my, my younger son and I, we won a duos match and he had seven kills. I had six kills. So I did contribute. So it was, it was good. I wasn't a complete That's better than me. Jeez. <laughs> I, I wasn't like C-3PO in the back of uh, Chewbacca facing the wrong way. Oh, I see a cat. I see a cat. It's so, going to happen. You're either going to see Cheryl or you're going to see Reynolds, one hey, or the other. <laughs> perfect. They're, they're more than welcome. They are more than welcome. So, um, okay. Well, there's, there's the reviews and impressions. So let's get to the news. All right. Well couple you know got a little bit of a slow slow news week nothing you know a few little things here and there the meat and potatoes this episode is going to be uh uh talking to lily about e3 so and and getting to know a little bit of your history but we're going to get into the news first here so labo support remember labo yeah, I, I've kind of forgotten other than the giant piano and the house that are <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where to store in my office. Labo support will continue. Nintendo wants to reach 
non-gaming audience, I grabbed an article from Nintendo Life. The link is in the show notes. Here's a quote from Reggie. Labo is a type of game, much like Brain Age for the Nintendo DS, much like Wii Fit. It's a game that is going to sell for a very long time at a very steady pace, which is, uh, which is a different curve than a traditional video game. And so from that standpoint, our focus is on how we can continue to support it, how we continue to help consumers understand the proposition. There's a lot of activity happening with Labo around the summer, especially as kids are out of school. We think it's a prime opportunity. Labo is off to a strong start and in our view is going to continue to get a lot of support. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't I don't disagree with him, honestly, because uh, they put a lot of time and effort into this. And um, just from seeing how people have used the piano in so many different ways to create music, I can't imagine like all the other things that can come out of this. Um, so I I honestly love it. I think it's perfect for students, especially for the STEM program. Uh, so. I'm excited to see what Reggie and like what Nintendo's coming up with. Not only that, but they can't quit on this. You know, they just came out with it. Mm-hmm. They can't like just say, well, it didn't work. Guess we have to quit on it. It that's not that's not the Nintendo way. They kind of try to sell it more. And then maybe like within a year, if it doesn't work out, it'll quit. They'll quit on it. Yeah, like remember we music rest in peace. And, oh my god. <laughs> I remember I still remember the E3 when that came out. As hard as we try to forget, forget as much as we want to forget, we cannot. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing. I always go anytime I'm in a, I'm in a Best Buy or Target, whatever I'll, I'll check and see the Labo doesn't ever seem to move. It always seems to be the same. Uh, The inventory doesn't seem to change. Now, obviously I'm not there all the time. It could be getting swapped in and out, but I don't see it uh, selling all that much. And so, and the other thing is, is, I don't hear a lot of people talking about it much. Like it just kind of, it was here and it, and it went and kind of waiting to see what the next step is from Nintendo. It sounds like they're going to definitely be supporting it. We know there's a camera coming out. We know there's some other things. Did you end up picking any of it up and putting any of it together? Uh, I actually, uh, the only time that ever uh, touched it or played with it was when I was helping Philip with the Labo review. Um, I never actually bought it because I spent that money on a, on a different thing. I don't remember what it was. It was probably a different video game. Um, I really want to pick it up still for the piano, but after building it, it took so long. And I don't think I have the time for that. And that's what caused me like a little bit of an issue because it's so tedious and so like annoying to build it. And it takes like three hours long. By the time you're done with it, you don't really want to play with it now, do you? I didn't. I didn't want to. Yeah. Once it was, once it was completed, we played with it for a little bit, but honestly, the most fun was putting it together. Like even the other day, my daughter was like, Hey, she's 10. She's like, I just feel like doing Legos or putting something together. I'm like, do you want to put it like the fishing pole together from Labo? Uh, I just want to put Legos together. That's what she told me. So (laughs) I think uh, it's also the fear, the fact that it's cardboard, you know, it's like, you have to be so delicate with it. You have to be so, um, you can't be as rough with it like with Legos. You, like you have this freedom that if it is destroyed, 
it's okay. You can rebuild it with Labo. If it's destroyed, you have to pay like what twenty dollars something, but your life for <laughs> cardboard. Like that's not that's not it. No, no, no. Like no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm excited to see more. You know, I know that if it if the if the items are what my kids want to see, they're gonna want to they're gonna want to put it together. My son put the piano together by himself. We had to do like. Um, I, I, we had some kind of family event. He's like, I'm just going to stay home. I'm like, whatever. And he had the whole thing put together by the time we got home and we played on it for a little bit. And then that, that was kind of it. It's been in my office ever since. I think if you are musically inclined or if you're interested in like engineering or just really modding something to be your own, this is Labo is perfect for you because they really give you the freedom to make you know, pianos play a certain way or do something. I mean, look at the Jimmy Fallon thing, right? With, yeah, exactly. Uh, Ariana Grande, they like made a bunch of this stuff. They modded it. Obviously, Nintendo probably helped them out. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but that was a thing. Like they made all of this stuff with it. So who knows what Nintendo has in the future? Maybe we can play like I saw a lot of people mentioning Guitar Hero. Maybe we can have like a Guitar Hero type game, but with cardboard. Who knows? Like, that'd be awesome. Right. And and they're very clear. Like Van is saying in the chat, it's it's uh, um, not sure it's for the core gamer. And they're very clear. We are trying to reach a non gaming audience here. And so it it does. I mean, it opens up the doors for so many different possibilities. And so and that Fallon thing was brilliant marketing, like putting oh, yeah. like such brilliant. I mean, that was an instant viral video, you know, so. Um, so anyway, Labo's here to stay guys. Labo is here to stay. Uh, smash bros, GameCube controllers are now available to pre-order on Amazon. Are you picking one of these things up? Oh, 110%. I'm picking up four of them. They're going to be here. (laughs) And that is how I'm going to play the game. I played the game on a pro controller this past week. And I was like, I no, 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 this is not the same. This is not the same at all. Give me a GameCube, GameCube controller, 100%. Interesting. That's that's interesting to hear because I was looking at the Pro Controller recently going, you know, the C-Stick is closer to the buttons. I mean, not the C-Stick, but you know what I'm saying. And so I'm like, would this be a better, more viable option? But after after you played with the Pro Controller, you're still sticking with GameCube. I'm still sticking with it. I think it's because I'm so used to like where the AB button is, like the X and Y. Like I'm so used to the um the location of all the buttons Mm -hmm. that that's the way i prefer to play it like even uh like even i'll go back to melee and that's the only way i'll play well obviously that's the only way you can play (laughs) but um like i just really wanted uh like i what was it smash bros brawl when philip and i played i picked up uh like a fake what's it called like a gamecube controller yeah uh, because i just wanted one as it's impossible for me to play that game without one it's tradition yeah, at you, this point. There you go. There you go. And I mean, it, it's the same like playing Smash on the uh, the 3DS and, you know, that getting used to that control scheme is even a little bit tricky once you've played with the GameCube controller. It just it just it just feels like Smash when it's with the GameCube controller. That's I think that's just the way it is. So it's the way it should be. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so um if you want to pick those up, if it's anything like it was with the Wii U, like the adapter was super hard to find. So uh pre-order soon, pre-order quickly, and and there you go. So more from Nintendo. This is more from Reggie, actually. 
Nintendo's happy that Sony and Microsoft pay less attention to the younger audience. And I have a quote from Reggie here. It says, we are happy that they don't. It's been in an incredibly important market because the kid who's five or six today is going to be 12 or 13 and not, um, and not all that many years later, 18 or 19. Um, and when you have an affinity for Pokemon or the legend of Zelda series or Mario Kart or super Mario bros, um, that affinity carries with you. And I mean, that's, I wrote it. I wrote an article about this today on n64josh.com. It is so very true. I mean, I've been a Nintendo fan for over 30 years now and uh, you know, there were some, there were some rough points, right? But it's, it's very true. I, I've, I've loved, uh, showing my kids Nintendo games and Mario games and smash Mario Kart, that kind of stuff. And, uh, and now I get to do it with my, my nieces and nephews and it's super cool. Um, what do you think about this? Uh, I completely agree with Reggie, honestly, because when I was a teenager, I brought in Smash. Was it? I brought in Super Smash to like my younger cousins, and now they're like looking into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate mm-hmm. and like Mario Kart that like carries on for years and years to come. Like, I can play Double Dash with somebody, and they'll be like, "Oh, this is so different than Mario Kart Eight. Why don't we have this?" And it's like these games just like carry on with you as you're younger. And maybe like with Pokemon Go, right? They're doing like Let's Go Pokemon or Let's Go Pikachu because they want to bring in those younger audiences who've been yep. only using their mobile phones. It's genius because they'll be like, oh, this is a console version of the game. Let's play that. And then that will go into the RPG. And then that will go into, you know, years later, you'll have another Pokemon Rainbow Fire Ultimate, whatever. And <laughs> um, and it will just keep going. Like, you'll introduce it to your, you've introduced it to your kids. I'll introduce it to my kids. And it's like brilliant on Nintendo's part. Sony has... Do they even have a game that you can do that with? Well, no. they did. Like Little Big Planet was a is an attempt at yeah. that, you know, and like Crash and Spyro and that kind of stuff. But I just don't think they ever really quite captured the same magic that Nintendo has been able to. Yeah, like maybe Crash, maybe Spyro. That'll bring back like the older generation to introduce it to the younger generation. But there really isn't much. Like you can bring back Banjo Kazooie. That'd be awesome. Right. But um. Even then, there's, like, so much pushback. It, you want, like, the multiplayer. You want the Battle Royales now. And Nintendo's not really looking at that, which I think is a brilliant move on their part. They they kind of always uh, just dance to the beat of their own drum, right? So you mentioned Double Dash real quick. When yeah. someone asks why we don't have this, do you say blame Fran? <laughs> no, I never do, actually. I try to make sure that he doesn't remember his mistake. <laughs> Every time we raid him on Twitch, I always tell everybody to do a 7.9 raid. <laughs> Who gives that game a 7.9? Okay. Honestly, I can go on a rampage about it. Like, that is a brilliant, like, game. It is awesome. And Fran can fight me on it. But that 7.9 is n- no, no, no. I-, I refuse. When I met him at the Destiny 2 reveal, I was like, hey, Fran. And he turns around and I said, 7.9? And he's like, you're not going to shank me, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so. That fear in his mind. <laughs> no, he's a super cool guy. We had, we had a really good good conversation, but um, I love to razz him about it. I think it's great. So, okay. Well, we are going to step away from the news. The news is done. We're going to get to know you a little bit. Let's oh, yeah. hear about your history 
with Nintendo? Where did it all start? Which system? Uh, my step-grandfather gave me an SNES when I was six, and it came with Super Mario World. And that made me... Uh, I didn't really understand video games when I was little. I just loved it. Oh. The cat's okay, going sorry. crazy. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I loved it uh, from then on, and I like introduced it to my cousins. I wanted like all the video games ever since then. To be quite honest, though, as a six-year-old, I didn't really know what Mario was. I didn't really because my parents, uh, you know, they're immigrants; they don't really know either. So I didn't uh, buy all of the like. I didn't buy Metroid. I didn't buy all these games that are so iconic. Um. But I did buy like Animaniacs. I bought Tasmanian Devil because that's what I saw on TV. So from the SNES, I got a uh, I got a Game Boy, and, and it was Pokemon Red and Tarzan. <laughs> I <laughs> dived into Pokemon Red, loved it, uh, and since then I kept buying like Pokemon Crystal, Pokemon Gold, all this stuff. Like I loved Pokemon, and then finally I realized, oh. So that's what Mario was. <laughs> Mario's actually iconic. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I got a GameCube and then I played like Double Dash. I played Harvest Moon. I played all these games. And uh, I, to be quite honest with you, my love for Nintendo grew a lot more when I worked at IGN because I realized how much I love those games as a kid, how much I love those games now. Like, you know, I own an Xbox One X, but ask me to turn it on. The only reason I'll turn it on right now is for Cuphead. Mm-hmm. I won't really turn it on for any other game at the moment. Uh, but then if you tell me, hey, let's play like Switch. Do, like, do you want to play Mario Party? Do you want to play blah, blah, blah? Yeah, 110%. Load it up. Let's play. So my love for Nintendo has been uh, beneath the surface for a long time. It's just been more accentuated now because I feel like uh, I can I more eloquent I can be more eloquent about how I like them. So yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why I like it. I gotcha. I gotcha. So I'm guessing that Pokey Pokey Pokemon. I always say Pokemon just to just to trigger everybody. <laughs> um, was that probably your favorite series then? Um, as a kid, yeah, for sure. Uh, now if you ask me, it's Mario Party. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I really love. Um, small party games. Um, I love like Rhythm Heaven, WarioWare, like anything with different types of mini games in them. I love it. They're just bread and butter to me. Which is your favorite one? Which Mario Party? Mario Party 1. Oh, and the reason why is because I have a great story about in high school, my friends and I played it and we'd buy pizza and we would game for till we could till we could like just fall asleep on the couch and one day we got to the bowser level and all of us like stopped playing and we're like oh wait what day can you play what day can you play and we didn't play until we all were able to play together and then we ordered pizza and just played that level together and you can't (laughs) take that memory away from me oh that's super cool that is that is super cool did you get the blister in the palm of your hand and have to get the glove no, I never got the glove. Glove is for amateurs. <laughs> so did you use the palm of your hand or was it all yeah, thumb skill? I use I use the palm of my hand and uh, not going to lie. I played Mario Party maybe like two weeks ago and we did that like the tug of war. And we also did the um, shy guy fly thing or fly guy. And the next day I woke up and my my palm of my hand was hurting so bad. And I was like, oh, welcome back, my old friend. <laughs> I remember you. 
Oh, I love that. I absolutely love it. So where did it go from the Game Boy? Did you play like the 64? Obviously the 64, but then did you go to the GameCube? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, um, here's gonna here's another tidbit about me. I never owned an N64. Oh. Uh, I didn't own one because uh, my mom, who used to babysit uh, some some like family friends, they owned one. So I would just play with him, play with uh, their younger son. Okay. So I never really got to play it. Like my cousin owned one and I played Conker's Bad Fur Day as a nine-year-old. The totally <laughs> shaped the way that I am, as you can all tell from the intro that I totally <laughs> goofed on. <laughs> but uh, I never actually owned one. So it went from Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance SP, GameCube, then the Wii, and then the Wii U. And I still own the Wii U. Okay. So it's gone. That's my level of traction on that. So GameCube, any particular games that stand out on that system for you? Uh, Melee, Mario Kart Double Dash. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones that uh, Mario Parties. uh, I think it's five, six, and seven. Four and five. I know for sure four. Yeah. But I loved, um, I think six might be on it. I think so. And uh, one of those is like, you can play on an island and it was so fun to play in college. Okay. How about Animal Crossing? I only played it once. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a, that was a game that I never got into until I got uh, a Wii. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's talk the Wii then. What were some standout titles for you on that system? Mario Party 8, 110%. That game is amazing. Okay. I can play that game till death do us part. <laughs> uh, I Mario Kart, for sure. Uh, I, can't, I can't think of any other games, I'm sorry, besides Mario Party. Because to this day, if someone tells me, hey, do you want to play a game? I'll be like, Mario Party? Do you want to play Mario Party? Okay. And yes, I was very excited about the surprise uh, Super, Super Mario Party <laughs> that's coming out. I screamed. I definitely screamed. I was like, no, what? It's happening. It's happening. What about Galaxy? Mario Galaxy. Did you play that? Oh, that's right. Super Mario Galaxy was on there. Yeah. I did like that one a lot. I thought it was really innovative. Uh, I really love the character Rosalina. Um, And I also, yeah, I also love the fact that once you beat the game, you can also play as Luigi. I thought that was awesome. Okay. Luigi deserves more love. Oh, speaking of which... Luigi's Mansion. Sorry, I once nope. you get me on this, yeah, I just yeah. like you could like tell my brain is like on a just fast train to like. Oh, do you remember this game? Yeah. But Luigi's Mansion, uh, I'm very happy about that game coming back to the Nintendo 3DS. I think a lot of people deserve to play that game. It's like an, it's like an hour long game for forty bucks. It's gonna be great, you know. Like- <laughs> hey. <laughs> There's also a dark moon. You can also play dark moon. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I Which think is... that one's like an hour and a half, maybe <laughs> two hours. I, I don't know. I think I'm going to be on my, I always play, <laughs> I always play dark moon on vacation. And yeah. so I think this is going to be the third vacation. I still haven't completed it, but the only time I play it is on vacation. So maybe <laughs> this will be the trip. We'll see. Maybe, maybe this will be. Let me know. Give me your, give me your thoughts on that. <laughs> Kirby geeks saying it's not an hour long game. Sorry. Hour and a half. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Now Wii U, everybody's favorite console. What'd you, what'd you, what'd you love on it? Splatoon. Splatoon. End, of, end of discussion on Splatoon. The reason why I bought it was honestly for Splatoon. Um, 
I think my my boyfriend at the time bought it for um, Super Smash for Wii U. Uh, but I just love the fact that Splatoon was on it. Um, I thought it was such a fun multiplayer game. I used to, I always played like Call of Duty and Halo. Uh, so Splatoon was like a fun cartoonish way of playing um, games like that. Uh, but I love Splatoon. I love um, Super, Super Mario Galaxy 2 is on the Wii U, is it? Or is no, it on the Wii. Wii? 3D World yeah. and New Super Mario Bros. U. I remember 3D World. I used to get annoyed at that one because. Um, I didn't really find it as entertaining as like Super Mario Galaxy or Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did still play it. I remember I still own it. I think I still have it somewhere in my room, like a bunch of other games and a bunch of Nintendo DS, 3DS games. Uh, I have no. a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. Oh, I have to backtrack. Kirby Geek said not an hour long game for me, at least, because I don't ever play anything. To com- that was shade she was throwing. So I need to make sure <laughs> that we got that, uh, that I read that correctly. So uh, Van is asking if Devil's Third was one of your favorites on the Wii U. Actually, I never. Oh, Bayonetta was one of them, but I never actually played uh, Devil's Third, to be quite honest with you. There's a lot of games that I feel like I missed because I was not educated enough in like games that were coming out. And I've been like, like hitting home with the fact that like, I need to play Castlevania. I need to play all these games because to be a Nintendo fan, you got to be a part of those genres. So I'll write down devil's third and I'll like try to find it so I can play it. There you go. It's, it's not too hard to find. They did re-release it. It was really expensive for a while there. I'll hunt it down. Yeah. Do it. (laughs) I, I should stream it one day. I don't know. Oh, Van says don't do it. Okay, yeah. well, I won't. But if you have any games to suggest, please let me know, everybody. Because I, if it's a horror game especially, I love horror games 100%. I love horror movies. They're great. Uh, Fatal Frame on the Wii U. Did it's, I ever play that game? It sounds so familiar. It's, uh, I believe it's two, like, two Japanese girls and all they're armed with is a camera. And you have oh, to, yeah, I've played this game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like on PlayStation yeah. 2 and stuff. Maybe on yeah. PS3. I don't know. Um, but uh, but there is a... I don't know if you have to import it or not, but I, it, 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 there's a digital version of Fatal Frame on the on the Wii U. So. I played Zombie U. I know that one. Oh, yeah, that's the chat's that asking was, right now. So. Oh, Zombie yeah. U, yeah. That one was fun. It came with my Wii, uh, my Wii U. Hey, same uh, here. And it was... I think it, it comes with all of them, right? No, it was a special pack that didn't come with Wii remotes. It came with the pro controller. Yeah. The mine came with the, with zombie U. And I remember uh, my boyfriend at the time hated it because he didn't like horror games as much. And I was like, Oh, I want to be a zombie forever. This is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're at the switch. Yeah. What? What's been your favorite title so far? So far, I've loved Splatoon. Um, Mario Kart 8 is one of my favorite games. I know that's just a port, but I've gotten so much better at Mario Kart because it's been a port and I can take it on the go. Mm -hmm. Um, I love Super Mario Odyssey. Breath of the Wild is amazing. It's so innovative. Um, I love the fact that you can play Paladins and Fortnite on it because I really love playing them on the PC. But sometimes if I'm like out with, uh, my boyfriend or I'm like at his place. I really want to play it still. Like if he's playing a different game, I want to play those games, but I can't carry my PC with me everywhere. Sure. Um, 
So I love those types of games. I really want, what is it, Rim Royale to come on the Switch when it gets there. Rocket League is one of my favorites as well. Nice. Um, I also love Lightfall. Lightfall is incredible. Um, Celeste is just up there as well. Oh, yeah. um, I'm really excited for Super Mario Party. Um, there's just so many things that I'm really, uh, I love or that I'm really excited to see. The yeah. Switch has educated me. I love it. I love it. It's so different than, than the Wii U. Um, as far as oh, just 100%. the amount of content and and just the the I mean the quality of the Nintendo games like the first party games on Wii U were were top notch and we're seeing a lot of those come over to the to the Switch which is a good thing but uh, um yeah so well this is awesome now we get to talk about your experience at E three oh yeah so how was it how was your E three it was awesome. Um, I do have to give props to anybody who goes to E3 as a gamer, like the Gamer Pass, because uh, I went this year as a Gamer Pass. And honestly, like the amount of effort that people go like to show up early, to get in line early, to like wait in those lines to like play their favorite game. Uh, many props to them because patience is a virtue, honestly. <laughs> and they've got it. Yeah. They've got it. Um, it was awesome in like the way that I could play like Spider-Man, I could play Resident Evil 2, like uh, you know, I could meet like, you know, Davide who made Mario and Rabbids. Um, oh, that's a good game. I really like that game too. Or <laughs> Grand Kerpope, like all these amazing people. And like the only place you'll get to meet them is at E3. So it was a surreal experience. And like even now I'm thinking back to like, you know, what more could I have done to like play other games and like sneak my way on or like do something but uh it was amazing i loved everybody everyone was so kind there was no fights it was, yeah it was nice it was better than comic-con that's for sure hmm. no and less hectic yeah <laughs> less hectic. okay so i have a question for you because i didn't see anybody like cover this or talk about it did you see the nintendo astro headsets like were they I just... actually did not. I didn't even know they were there. Okay. Huh. I think they might have. They were not... maybe it was behind closed oh. doors. They they maybe. they. It might have been like the Cyberpunk's uh, twenty seventy seven of headsets. Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been. I wanted to see that. I wanted to see some pictures of those. Did you see the Zelda headset that they're making? Mm-mm, but oh. uh, you know, show me a picture, and I'll probably buy them. Yeah, it, they're a tens. They look they look really cool. They're also making. Uh, they're also making tags that have oh. like uh, the original Super Mario Bros or Zelda, that kind of stuff, like all the eight bit stuff. So pretty, pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. I just wanted to. I didn't see anybody take pictures of it or anything. I, I mean, I saw lots of pictures like on Nintendo's show floor of like Mario's hat and Bayonetta's uh, shoes and and guns and that kind of stuff, but uh, no Astro. Honestly, headsets. it might have just all been behind closed doors or hidden. Who knows? To yeah. be quite honest. So let's talk about the games, the Switch games that you got to go hands on with. What? Uh, how, how long is that list? Um, I played Smash a lot, like way more than I thought I would. Uh, I played Pokemon Let's Go. I played uh, Star Starlink. Star Star. Yeah, Starlink. <laughs> Just call it Star Fox. Uh, the, That's what it is. The, well, they, it, the, it, the fun part was is that they didn't have Star Fox oh. available to play. So okay, so give us the us dirt there. on that. Was it was it was it fun without Star Fox? 
Yeah, it looked pretty cool. I mean, um, it's not the type of game that I would play, to be quite honest. And that's like not saying Fair. anything bad about it. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really cool and innovative. Um, I thought the way that you control the ship was uh, really fun and easy to handle on the Switch. Uh, it's just, personally, it's not my game. And I don't even know if I'll play it with um, when Star Fox is there. But if it's the only way we can get a Star Fox game, then um, maybe I'll play it. Can can you compare it to anything as far as like maybe like a Rogue Squadron, you know, from back in the day or the older Star Fox games? Did it did it control or play like that? Or maybe the new Star Wars Battlefront games? I don't know if you've played the the flying levels on those, but I would say like um, Star Wars Battlefront. It flies like that. Okay. If we're thinking modern, for sure. Okay, so I mean. Like there could be the potential for dogfighting then that would be pretty fun. That'd be cool. I mean, we okay. really only got to visit a planet and like try to save it from people who were trying to take it over. That was pretty much our demo. But I mean, if there's dogfighting, that'd be pretty cool too. I want to battle. I want to fight. Was it all in the ship the entire time? Like no ground yeah. combat or anything? Okay. All right. Well, there was ground combat, but it was in the ship. So you could like only battle stuff in the ship. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Cool. What are some other games that you got to go uh, hands on with? Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what other games I played that uh, were on a Fortnite. I played Fortnite. That was fun. Killer Queen Black. I mean, uh, Killer Queen. That line was super long, <laughs> but I've played Killer Queen in arcades. Okay. So uh, when it comes out, I'm really excited to try it out because uh, when I used to live in Portland, those were huge tournaments. Mm. So I'm kind of excited to see uh killer queen on the switch. It reminds me of joust. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited for sure. Uh, chat is asking, how about Pokemon? Pokemon is a trip. No joke. It is a trip because you're playing with like one controller and it's not the same like RPG that you think it is. And it's it is new it is a new way to play pokemon so i think a lot of people who love the way of playing it with like red blue gold silver are gonna be um very they're either gonna love it or hate it to be quite honest with you uh i really love it i love the innovation i am gonna buy a pokeball and i'm gonna take bulbasaur with me everywhere um but yeah it's it's gonna be uh I'm excited to see how the community takes it, you know? So, so uh, all I got to do was uh, play, like try to grab as many Pokemon as possible and like walk around grass. So um, I didn't really get to like learn anything about the story. So. So you're a hardcore Pokemon fan, right? I mean, is that a correct yeah, yeah, assumption? Yeah. Okay. And you're saying you loved what you played. Yeah. Even though it wasn't a core game, like you're on board. No, I'm I'm on board with it, 100. Uh, whatever they, but I'm also on board. I was on board with it the moment I realized that I can take Bulbasaur with me anywhere. So, <laughs> so even if the, you never played the game, if you could, if you get Bulbasaur in the Pokeball, that's all you yeah. really need. Yeah, 100. <laughs> because then I get to be that person who like brings, you know, a Pokeball and be like, oh look at my Pokeball, you know. That, that I'll be that weird person for sure. But like I said, gamers are either going to love it or hate it, especially people who have played Pokemon 
for years and years. This is a different type of way of playing it. I'm assuming if I put Magikarp in the Pokeball, it's going to give me candy when I walk around with it. And all I want to do is level up my Magikarp. That's that's when you like take it with you and you like pet it. All you hear is (laughs) something just absolutely (laughs) like it's just flopping around in there. Oh, that's so great. It's so great. Okay. Well, that's really good to hear that you, uh, that you're definitely on board. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for that. Uh, Overcooked 2. Did you get a chance to play that one? Uh, no, because I don't want to make, I don't want to be enemies with anybody there. I've, oh, actually I played it with pair, uh, with Philip and with Brendan Graber. Okay. Um, and we got into a fight. So there was a fight yeah, at was E3. Like, pair was trying to like, tell us what to do. And like we were trying to get it, uh, th- that game is going to lead to many fights. Like you think Barter Party is going to do this for you? No, no, no. Overcooked is just a savage beast. <laughs> I loved all the new mechanics, like throwing the food and things like that. I was I was really surprised to see how many things they added to the uh, to to the game. So and then throwing online is play. A good idea. So. Throwing is a good idea, but I one hundred percent will not play this game with my friends if I care about them. <laughs> If I love them, I won't play this game because I've gotten headaches. I've gotten fights. Just online for you. Uh, that's how this will be played. Only online. Yeah. yeah so I can <laughs> rage at people online. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I'm, what I'm picturing is that that uh, leak that showed all the the shore flow, the shore, the show floor. But I think we kind of hit on all the the major ones. Fortnite, of course. Um, and Paladins were two of the games on there that released before, right as uh, E3 was going on. So, um, did you go hands on with Paladins? Have you played it on the Switch? Uh, I've only played it like from. I didn't play it on the show floor. I played it on my own Switch. And are you liking the gameplay? And yeah, everything? I used to play that game uh, back when it was in alpha, like friends and family, because I know a lot of people at high res. Um, so I played that one way, way in its early stages, and I personally hated it because it was just so like. Uh, in its early stages, so whatever. I wasn't excited about it. I was more into Smite. And then now that I, I've actually watched it in competitive, I've been like, oh, actually, this has grown to be a lot better than it used to be. So um, I, uh, I feel ashamed that I didn't really put as much like time and caring effort into it. But now that I have it on the Switch, I can actually like engross myself into it. I love like multiplayer fighting games, so... I I'm happy that it's on the switch right on right on. So what was your favorite game that you got to go hands on with? And I don't care if it is a switch game. It can be any of the games at E3. Um, I actually, uh, this is not a switch game. I really liked rage Two. Okay. I thought that game was awesome. I love, uh, I love the borderlands series and this is like borderlands series on steroids, yeah. uh, like steroids, PCP, like anything that you can, uh, adrenaline just it's adrenaline junkie <laughs> off the off the wall it is insane uh you're playing first person shooter but the first person shooter is like not even 60 frames per second it's like you're going faster than you've imagined like my eyes were like at the end of it i was like whoa <laughs> i don't know if i can do this for two hours or whatever but i <laughs> loved it it was awesome so uh yeah that was my game of e3 that and then smash because i played smash way too much and it was so fun yeah shout out to uh walmart of canada right for, oh uh... my God. <laughs> i 
I loved Bethesda's like shady way of being like, oh yeah, shout outs to you. Can't keep a secret. <laughs> Let's talk Smash. You've been a fan since since what, 64 Melee at least, right? Yeah, Melee. How uh, how does this one hold up for you? I mean, I know it's just a it's just a pre-build or whatever, but um I think that um there needs to be a lot of fixes when it comes to um certain characters like Ganondorf, Bowser, they hit heavy and they are heavy, which means that they hit incredibly hard. It takes you like maybe three to five hits to knock you out. But when it comes to trying to beat them up, it's impossible. Mm. Or I felt like it was impossible to do. Uh, Bayonetta seems, uh, there's been mix, mix uh, reviews on like how Bayo is like, she's either great or she's been nerfed so hard that she sucks now. Uh, I thought she was OP. I don't really, uh, I want her to get nerfed a little bit more. Mm. I thought she was OP in Smash for Wii. Oh yeah, for, for sure. Broken. So uh, I feel like she was just the same. But um, I, um, I'm trying to think, like I played the Inkling character. Oh, tell, let's thought, talk about that. How? They've, they've done a good job of like meshing all of the Inklings, like, weapons so like the c stick has different weapons that you can use like the slosher the um um what's the the paint roller mm-hmm. i think there's other ones too i think one of and then the like the power whale was awesome as well great great uh divisions if you roll one of the um if you roll somebody roll into somebody you can uh hit them into the ground okay which is pretty cool um the you can use your up b and you turn to a squid I'm trying to think of what else. And then uh, if you press B, you can uh, ink people. And the more you ink somebody, the more your hits affect them. Uh, And then to get back into the ink, you have to click your shield and hit B and then go into the ink. It is, um, it's going to be a difficult character for people to master. That is for sure. I was going to say that it seemed like there was a lot of just trying to keep track of what you were doing, make sure you had plenty of ink shooting your ink, keeping the ink on. So I haven't heard anybody uh, ask this or talk about it. If you don't put ink on them, do you do less damage than what a normal character? I believe you do as much damage as a normal character, but it, it, I don't, I don't, I personally don't think that the ink adds as much as you would suspect. Like it's maybe like a, one one point five percent increase. It's not like, whoa! Now you're gonna just destroy them, right, right? No, it's not that. It's not that big of a difference, in my opinion. Somebody else might say differently. Was it crazy just seeing ink all over Smash stages? Uh, no, because after a while it goes away. So uh, it's gotcha. not like it'll disappear after a little bit. I see. I see. I think some of the video they showed was just had all four squid kids going at it. It was just like, oh, yeah. they were just covered. I you battled know? somebody. Uh, it was just like one V one. And we both were the inkling kid and there was just purple and yellow everywhere. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this is weird. Did you travel any faster if there was ink on the ground or anything like that? Was there, did it? That's a good question. I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. Okay. Um, but that's something to look into whether you move faster or not. That would actually be correct to the Splatoon character. Right. So we'll see. When you were when you were refilling your ink, could you move or did you have to be stationary? Uh you uh you could move within your ink. 
Okay. So you could actually be under the, like basically hidden in the ink and moving. No, you can't be hidden. You are still uh, able to get hit. I see. Okay. It's not, I personally, it's like something that you do if you're able to um, avoid getting hurt, but sometimes you're not, you're going to get it wrecked anyway. You're vulnerable get it when you're trying to refill your ink basically yeah okay all right a lot of risk reward with that character it sounds like it'll be pretty yeah. pretty cool i'm pretty excited to see uh to I see think it's a, g- a great addition to um to the roster um i really want more characters that are hard to master but are great if you're able to you know learn their moveset yeah i can't oh i can't wait i can't, did you get to play as bayonetta at all yeah. yeah. And I still think she's OP. Just just broken. <laughs> yeah, but like I played I played somebody I played okay, I played as Mario and somebody else played as Ganondorf. And I could not for the life of me kick his butt. It was so hard. And like he had a sword and it was just like anytime I hit him, it was just like a light it was like a light tap. You know, like I got you. Right. But when Ganondorf hit me, it was like, peace out. Bye. Like, you're out of here. <laughs> I was like, you're so overpowered. Like, same with Bowser. I can't, I can't with it. And I hope to God that they like nerf them, they change them because that, that is a game breaker. It is a great game breaker. And it just made me so mad. So, listening to Zero talk about Bayo, all, all I've heard him say that he knows was nerfed was her bullets do less damage. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is just. Seemed, nasty. Seemed like even in the tournament, we saw somebody do the combo right off the stage, like straight up yeah. out of the out of the stage. So, um, well, let's talk about the most disappointing news of, uh. <laughs> of E3, and then we'll we'll put a bow on this thing. But uh, you went dressed as Waluigi. Your costume yep. was was just straight fire, and. <laughs> Um, there's got some great pictures on her, on her Twitter. So make sure you guys check that out. And, uh, so like, did like, I, I know you already had like a change.org petition going. Uh, and, it's not uh, even mine. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> but are you doing okay? I mean, are you, are, um, are you recovering? Okay. It's, it's a hit and miss type of feeling, you know, like I'm happy that Waluigi is getting this, like, this love and getting all of this like attention. But another part of me is thinking like, well, can we all just like calm down a little bit, just a little bit because, you know, I've recently heard that people are trolling, Oh, it's so bad. you know, trolling like people who worked on smash, like Sakura and like, you know, asking him like, why isn't Waluigi in it? Why isn't like this happening? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Whoa, like y'all can just calm down. The fact that like vice wrote an article about like Waluigi is, absolute garbage like fight me on that one but like the washington post like wrote something uh twitter moments had something it's just netflix tweeted out yeah and it was like it's really weird it felt really weird like i didn't know how to um process the the like feeling that the thing that, that I you're not really alone love yeah well that i'm not alone but then it's like is am I actually alone or are people just jumping on the bandwagon? Like, are they people just jumping on the hype train? I'm not really sure. But um, going back to like the way that I felt um, when Waluigi didn't get in, it was a little bit of like a, like when they, when they talked about, you know, Oh, here's all the players. And like Daisy got is an echo fighter. I was like, Oh, 
okay, cool. And then they started talking about assist trophies. And I oh, no. remember watching this and going, oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Please don't do this to me. <laughs> and I, I wrote, and I was like, damn it. Like, when I saw him, I was like, dang it. Are you kidding me? Like, oh. I was disappointed more than anything. Like, I was just like, I thought this was the game that he would get, like, a chance to, you know, shine. But apparently not. Apparently he doesn't get that chance. Uh, And who knows when he's going to get that chance. But now there's, like, this odd divide between people who love Waluigi and people who hate Waluigi that it's, like, it's weird. It's been weird, Josh. I don't know what to do about it. (laughs) Well, there's there's always hope that he'll come out as DLC for $29.99. You know, like, yeah, I'm mean, <laughs> just being cyberpunk 2077 in the year 2077. Um, yeah, I, st- I stand by my statement that it is, it has been a weird couple of days in the weird past week. Um, I am full support that everybody is excited for him. Uh, I personally am going to keep striving to like deliver the Waluigi love on my Twitter, yeah, uh, even if it annoys everybody. <laughs> Um, I'll continue to follow up on the Waluigi game watch. Uh, and that's all I want, really. I just want a game or something that people can learn about Waluigi and who he is as a character. Because I think a lot of people just think he's just some um, character who doesn't really have personality. But you can tell deep down in there, he does have personality somewhere deep down. <laughs> One of the shows I was on recently talked about how he would probably tie somebody to the tracks for his uh, final <laughs> smash. <or so>. sl- <laughs> Just have the like nice little twirl of the mustache. <laughs> I did love that, like the um, the hand. I, I don't remember the the name of the hand, but like the hand in melee. Yes, was like actually like a bigger Waluigi. A I think people Waluigi. added me at that for like fifteen people. Like added me at that, and I was like, I I see it. I see it. <laughs> I wish it was real. Oh, it's so but good. But it's not. <laughs> it is so good. If I could find what she's talking about, guys, I'll put it in the show notes. Like, oh, there's yeah. a GIF of the final stage in Melee, and it just keeps zooming back, and the white glove becomes Waluigi's glove. <laughs> and it's super awesome. So, so my Discord is completely divided over Waluigi. My normal co-host, who's uh, on a cruise right now, hates Waluigi. And so... I'm 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 trying to fight the good uh trying to fight the good fight, you know. It's of the Waluigi yeah. love, but I honestly think that this divide is going to carry on for a long time. I think that you know, the whole thing about it, them getting snubbed on uh on Smash or him getting snubbed in Smash is just opening this Pandora's box that I don't think any of us really wanted or need it but it's happening i don't know what to do about that Uh, honestly i think it's going to lead to one his own game or at least have him play a part a bigger part in a game more than just a uh, sports character nintendo has to notice that the washington post said that you know he played uh, he played waluigi in mario tennis aces and he was like i i hear you i understand you know waluigi is a character that you know, we have been given to like play with, but we have learned nothing about him. And it's like, I understand that he's like a foil to Luigi and Luigi isn't really like loved as much. I mean, you can tell from the smash trailer that he kind of got like the, the bad end of the stick 
like just he by always, getting swallowed by Yoshi. He always so does. Like, mm, if if Luigi's not getting that much love, then Waluigi is obviously not going to. But I think that's what a lot of people have this divide on. It's like people want to learn about Waluigi. The people want to love this character, but it's like, what can we love about him if we know nothing about him? Yeah. We just need to know, is he truly f- all the way back from the Wrecking Crew games? Is that, is that his origins? <laughs> that's what I would just know. love to know why uh, he has a rose all the time. Like, is it because he's trying to be romantic? Or is it like just something he just was like, you know what? I just picked up this rose off the street and I just, you know, just carry it with me every day now. I think it's I'm for Bayonetta, honestly. Oh that's- my gosh, I ship it. <laughs> I think it's for Bayonetta. Um, I, I mean, he. I think he is somewhat of a romantic in Mario Golf on the 3DS. He's dancing for Daisy, just spinning. Yeah. And she won't. She just looks at the cake. She won't even turn and look at the poor guy. She just stares at I the knows, cake. I know he, he also likes Daisy, uh, which is always interesting because I always wonder, like, well, why doesn't Mario like Peach if that's, like, the thing that they're going for? But, um... It's interesting because, you know, there's all this thing about him dancing for Daisy and wanting to be with Daisy. Like, maybe he should have picked a Daisy instead of a Rose, you know? Think about that. Oh. Think about it, Waluigi. Oh, whoa. You just blew my mind right there. <laughs> should have picked a Daisy. <laughs> oh my gosh well lily this has been an absolute blast thank you for taking the time uh we we briefly mentioned your podcast the nintendo entertainment show it's coming out on a weekly basis i was the third i was the first guest on the third episode so thank you yeah. for uh for having me on um i saw i saw super nintendo ad in chat for a little bit here saying you guys were taking over but i think you had to go back to work so Aww. um but uh, give us just a quick pitch on that again and then tell everybody where we can find you. Uh, Nintendo Entertainment Show is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty much a no-holds-barred Nintendo show where um, whatever uh, comes out of my mouth pretty much happens. Uh, a lot of bad words come out of my mouth, as you can all tell. Um, but Nintendo Entertainment Show is just another uh, Nintendo podcast where we talk about the news, the games that we've played, um, and uh, we talk a lot about Waluigi. And we talk about a Waluigi game watch. <laughs> that is the dream. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much the Nintendo Entertainment Show. So if you like, uh, you know, bad words and Nintendo, you should listen to our podcast. <laughs> she said it's oh. just another Nintendo podcast. It is not just <laughs> another Nintendo podcast. So make sure to go check it out. <laughs> I will have links to it in the show notes. So, And where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at CoolCatLilyZ on Twitter. All right. And there's lots of Waluigi pictures. Lots of- yeah, lots of Waluigi pictures. Sometimes there's uh, pictures of my cats, uh, Mr. Reynolds, me, Luigi, or Cheryl Tunt, uh, Zaldivar. <laughs> <laughs> I love my, it. My pets have weird names. That is so great. All right, guys, you're going to be able to follow me on Twitter at N64Josh. You can follow the Nintendo Powercast at N Powercast. Show notes for this episode will be n64josh.com slash npc103. If you want to send an email to the show, npc at n64josh.com. We also take questions in the Discord, which if you want to come hang out, there's a ton of good people. We just I'll broke 400 people today. I can't believe it. So it's it's crazy. Lots of fun in there. 
n64josh.com slash discord is a direct link right there. Come hang out. It's a safe place. And uh, yeah, need people to play Fortnite with? Need people to play Splatoon with? Mario Kart? It's the place to be. I have bad news. Those of you that know, we are trying to become a level five podcast on iTunes. Somebody else hit us with a one star review. No feedback. <gasps> No feedback, nothing. Just the one-star <gasps> no. review. Like, at least Who tell me, this? tell me why you hate me, and I'll try to improve. But no, oh my just God. just the one-star review. So we're still sitting at that four point five. If you have a second, you can get on iTunes, give it a five-star review. If you like it, that would be awesome. Lastly, guys, remember AudibleTrial.com/NPC is where you can get yourself a free book from Audible. OP seat is the chair I'm sitting in and it is the chair I recommend you check out. My coupon code is going away. So it's still there. N64 Josh saves you 10 bucks. All chairs are on sale right now for $50 off. So it's a total of $60 savings right now, but that's not going to last. So go to n64josh.com slash OP seat. And there you can check out their chairs. It's good stuff. Lastly, I do have a Patreon if you want to get an extra podcast each month. And the new episode for the exclusive to Patreons comes out this weekend because I didn't have internet last weekend to record it when I should have. So there we go. Thank you guys so much for being here live. Cam Autobot, G.I. Jello, Plumber, Sniper, Van, Takuru, Kirby Geek, Alcacel Sertini. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in live. Thank you guys for listening wherever you listen to podcasts or watching this on YouTube. We appreciate it. Lily, thank you for taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. And we will see you guys later. Later.